All right, guys, the time has finally come. We are finally releasing the very first episode of Trailblazing Texas podcast. And I can tell you, I'm not sure I've ever been more excited to have someone as a guest than the person that I have now. I don't know how we managed to work out the scheduling, but really, but we made it work out. So stick around to find out who the very first guest is. All right, welcome to the Trailblazing Texas podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and we are kicking off this very first episode with a very, very, very special guest. And again, I don't know if you heard the intro. I can't believe that I was able to pull this guest and and they would come on the podcast knowing that it was a brand new podcast just kicking off. But somehow we made the schedules work out. She is the CFO of the Trailblazing Texas podcast, (laughs) the cornerstone for our family, the foundation, the rock of this household, and as we like to call her, the dream crusher. (laughs) My wife, Lori, is in the house. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so very honored to be your first guest. Truly, I'm glad I was able to make it up here. Yep. Well, I thank you for for jumping in and and being the guest. And I think that it's probably most fitting that that you're the very first guest because it was with you on a, a trip where I fell in love with hiking and backpacking. You know, before that, I had no idea um, that this would be a love of mine. So, you know, as I often have many, many hobbies, I always like to include you, and, mm-hmm. and here you are. Thank you. So, one question. Mm-hmm. Did you ever expect, when we got married almost, more than almost 11 years ago, that you would have a room dedicated in your house for hiking, backpacking, and rock climbing, and now a podcast studio? Well, no. But yes, because when you get into a hobby, you are all in. And that means you're doing research, you're doing (laughs) to the extreme, and we have to have every piece of gear possible. And then we have to get the better kind of gear and then the even better kind of gear, Um, whether it be beekeeping or gardening or uh, tree frog. What was it? Poison Poison dart. dart Sorry, poison dart frogs. This room has been filled (laughs) to the brim (laughs) multiple times in various um, gear Mm -hmm. of some sort. So um, yes and no. (laughs) All right. So I think the, the most important thing that I wanted to discuss in this this podcast is kind of really how it all started for us, you know, the very beginning. And, um, you know, I can remember um, it was our first because we go snow skiing to Angel Fire and it was our first trip where we were going and we were not going to have the kids. And I remember um, it was actually the day we were leaving. You said, hey, honey, we were in the car. And you said, hey, honey, do you know there's a 
horrible blizzard that's heading, you know, down through Lubbock. And that's usually the way we go. And I was like, ah, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, it's it's not going to be that big of a deal. But then you started, like, showing, like, the, the post of towns that it had already hit. And, yeah, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, so I think I, my parents were, like, super worried about it. And they were, like, messaging, uh, yeah. change of course. <laughs> yeah, and you know when Nana, when she gets worried, you better listen. <laughs> so, and I just remember sitting in the driveway and we started, like, talking about, you know, should we cancel? Should we, you know is there an alternate route? And so we had the brilliant idea is to drive all the way across Texas to El Paso, which is heading West. And then as, and our thought was as the blizzard was hitting coming in from the, uh, it was coming in from the Northeast that we would kind of miss it, get to El Paso. And then as we miss it, we would then drive up to Angel Fire. And to make a really long story short, we got to El Paso and got hit by the blizzard. And I remember we drove probably three hours just in El Paso because the snow was so bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we are traveling down I-10. And at this moment, like neither one of us have an idea. Uh, the beauty of Texas, hiking, backpacking, camping, um, how diverse the the landscape is. And so, you know, we're just driving down. And it's, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere and we start to get to this town called Van Horn. And I see a, so Lori's driving and I see a sign that says Guadalupe Mountain National Park. And I started laughing and I said, come on, there's no mountains in Texas. And I don't even know, you were probably tuning me out, but I started Googling it. And when I Googled it, I saw it was the highest point in texas and so immediately i just said hey you know my mind like wow you know and it's almost nine thousand feet in elevation and i told you and i I think i was sharing pictures and i was like man we we need to come back and do this you know it's the high point the high point in texas so you know you you it's a bucket list then you didn't let it go like you were obsessed obsessed with (laughs) making this happen yeah i think the whole ski trip I was Googling it, looking at it, yeah. uh, you know, reading reviews on the trail. And what's funny, and and it, I can say that it's funny because I think this now, but it's a hike. It's just a hike, right? But I'm like saying, oh, we're going to climb the highest peak and climb, climb, climb. And, and no, it's, it's just a trail. It's just a hike. You know, there's not really any danger to it. Um, anyway, so research, research, research. Uh, spring break comes around and um, we decide, you know, because it's a spring break where we don't have our kids. So we decide that we're going to go do it. Mind you, you know, we have no hiking, nothing. <laughs> no experience. No experience. No gear. No we didn't gear. have all of this gear. to. I mean, but we did go buy hiking boots for some reason. And if you're listening to this and you're hiking in Texas, you don't need boots anywhere. <laughs> So we bought the hiking boots, and of course, we didn't wear them until we the day of yeah. the hike, which is a mistake. You always want to break them in. But we um, uh, we get there, and and you know, like when you have kids and they don't listen to you, um, and you know you're you're on their this is a daily experience. Yeah, daily experience where they just don't listen. They don't pick up their stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, this time. Our oldest son, Grant, 
who sometimes doesn't listen, <laughs> did not listen, and he left all his crap in the car. So we get to the Guadalupe Mountain National Park. We have no idea how all this works. So we're waiting in the parking lot, and um, we notice that it's probably 39 degrees outside, and the wind gusts in the parking lot were probably 20 to 25 miles. And we were not prepared for that. We were not prepared. I think, <clears throat> Lori, you had like something that you would wear, like if it was 70 degrees yeah. and you were walking in the neighborhood, you know, like <laughs> yeah. kind of like something very thin. So the office opens and, you know, we go into the office and then their debit machine doesn't work. So we, you know, we had like $5 in cash. So they, they said, you know, don't worry about it. Um, but we waited in these long lines. We get outside and it's just freezing. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're probably going to have to drive back to Van Horn and just call it a day because, I mean, it's cold. Well, I don't know that I was that cold, but I know you were. Yeah, it was really um, windy and cold. And so you start digging around in the car and lo and behold, you find grant's hoodie hoodie from track it's a good under armor yeah. thick hoodie his, his high school track hoodie that mm -hmm. he left in the car you know and the day before we were saying hey get everything out of the car so you were able to wear that which saved the day yeah it did. all right so just to kind of look at guadalupe mountain national park the guadalupe peak trail is if you're looking at all the trails and you're just looking you know to gain elevation so you have guadalupe peak you have uh bear canyon you have the tejas trail you have um mckittrick uh ridge trail um and then you have two trails in the in dog canyon which is the very north part of the park guadalupe mountain uh the peak trail is probably one of the easiest trails to hike didn't feel like it yeah well yeah uh it's one of the easiest trails to hike you know to, to get up to elevation so keep that in mind you know as we we go through this story so we finally you know we're feeling good we're warmed up we paid we start hiking well we start hike hiking like fast like speed walking well can we talk about what the beginning of the hike looks like for a second sure like absolutely. it doesn't it doesn't ease you in like there's no like oh we're gonna walk flat for a little bit and just warm up no 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 but the, the actual the highest the, or the hardest part of the hike is the very first three-fourths of a mile which we didn't know yeah so <clears throat> i mean it is like stair step like climbing for what seems like 10 years yeah <laughs> And we were like powering through it. Yeah. And after about 10 minutes, there's a picture of me where I'm bent over dying. Dying. But Can't oh, breathe. you know, we forgot like the most important part. What? So when we were driving to Guadalupe Mountain National Park, we were leaving Van Horn. And right when you get out of Van Horn, you actually see mountains. Mm. And I remember driving in my hand. I'm afraid of heights. So driving, my hands just started sweating because I'm looking at these mountains and I'm thinking, if Guadalupe Peak is the highest peak, how, how, you know, we're, we're climbing higher than these. Mm -hmm. And then also looking at them like, and I keep saying climbing because at that moment, I'm looking at these mountains thinking that, wait a minute, like, are we actually going to have to like physically climb like <laughs> on all threes or fours? 
And so I was kind of panicky. Um, and then when you get closer to the park, you know, you you kind of go over this hill and kind of around the corner and you actually see, which we didn't know at the time, El Capitan, which is the kind of the the south facing uh, walk, oh, rock wall that, that you see, you know, coming into the park from Van Horn. And um, as you're driving to the side of that, how steep it is from Guadalupe Peak to El Capitan Peak. And I, and I was, I was pretty overwhelmed. My hands were sweating and I just couldn't imagine where we were at that this is Texas. It, it, it floored me anyway. Yeah. So, I didn't know you were so nervous about this. Oh, if I would have known was, you were so nervous, I would have been more nervous. about. Oh, this. <laughs> I was, I was so nervous. I, my main concern looking at it was, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to hold him back. Um, you know, I was worried that I was going to somehow not be able to do it and hold you back and be disappointing to your whole, mm-hmm. you know, experience. Yeah. Well, so we start blazing up this trail. And Thankfully. again, like our Thankfully. first break was probably within 15 or 20 minutes of the hike. Um, I made a video um, to my mom. saying that we were dying um yeah and anyway so we get we get through you know and then there's one part where there's probably like 30 or 30 feet 40 feet of some um exposure so it's probably about three four feet on this pretty slick kind of like limestone area and um and you know it's probably about a four or five hundred foot drop and so that was kind of like unexpected um, anyway, so we start going and we get past that hard part and you round the corner and you start kind of heading, um, uh, I, I would guess it's South and the, the North winds <clears throat> that are coming from the West just hammered us. Yeah. It was scary. And, and I mean, it had to have been 50, 60 mile an hour winds that just all of a sudden hit us. And so we were trying to stay close to the wall, like yeah, almost so, walking with hands on the wall. Yeah. When we got hit by this wind, I crouched down into the wall and then Lori stepped around me and crouched down in my mind. I'm thinking F this I'm done. Let's just go back to the car. But I didn't verbalize that. Lori's thinking he's never going to give he's up. He's not going <laughs> to give up. We, we can't stay here. We have to keep going. So when she steps around me, she crouches down. She goes, look, there's some trees. We have some some windbreak. Come on, we can't stay here. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm not going to quit if she's not going to quit. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be showed up by my, <laughs> by my I'm wife. Like, I'm not getting out of this. Let's just hurry up and move on. Yeah, so, so we made a, a dash. And, I mean, it was literally getting almost knocked off balance. Uh, and that should have probably been a, a forewarning to, like, just turn back. But we kept going. Um, we got into the trees, you know, we, yeah, it was a lot better. And, you know, we kind of stopped and talked, you know, talked through it and laughed, um, and, uh, you know, kind of kept going and eventually we made it to the peak. We did. And I can tell you that was probably, it was emotional for me, um, because at that moment, that was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done. Um, you know, then doing it with your your partner your your soulmate it was um 
it was awesome. And um, then, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, do you have anything about the well, peak? Well, I was just thinking, you know, it some at some point became a goal to do it with the kids when they turned 16. So I don't remember. Yeah, we were up there. Were we up there yeah. when you started thinking about that? Because yeah. I remember pretty soon after either it was on our trip or after our trip, you decided you wanted to take each of the kids, you know, to experience it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, so to that, you know, I, and I have taken all four of the kids and it was just basically when on their 16th birthday, I bought them a backpack and a tent. They packed their own food, snacks, they packed their own clothes. They needed to check the weather and really just to, to, to kind of, you know, no Kinson yet and no special birthday about you. This is just, look, life's tough. If you're not prepared, um, it's going to kick you in the teeth. And we as parents, you know, we're here for you. We're going to, we could help you and support you, um, you know, through life. But this is life and it's hard. And, and for each child that I took, um, yeah, I mean, we, we did Guadalupe Peak, you know, which is a tough hike and then some other tough hikes just to, kind of like welcoming welcome them into adulthood yeah and that was like something special just with you good bonding time yeah. you know with you which which i loved for all the kids mm-hmm. all right so then we we finished the hike you know we're so proud of ourselves um we drive back into to van horn and at that moment we've been idle for probably about a little over an hour and um we get to the hotel and we can't move. <laughs> the lactic acid has shut down our joints, our muscles. Yeah, we hobbled. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the worst. I don't know. I I passed a kidney stone, but this was this was No, trust me. Kidney stone was worse than this. <laughs> I was in the car for that. No, this was <laughs> tough. This was hard. Like I was not expecting to to be hurting that bad. Anyway, we survived. Yeah, we survived and we enjoyed it so much that we ended up going back. So when we went back, um, we did an even harder hike and I didn't realize that it was going to be harder because I, at that moment I was still kind of new to the, the game and, uh, you know, Guadalupe Peak, everybody does that. It's, it's the hardest hike. You know, it's not even close to the hardest hike. Mm-mm. So during that time from this trip ending in our next trip, I had the the wonderful idea that I was going to hike all the peaks, all the named peaks in the park. And that was my goal. And so on the radar was Hunter Peak. <clears throat> so we get to the park and, you know, now I have it down. I don't have to go talk to anybody. I go to the, get the green envelope. I pay the money. I seal it. We're ready to go. Man, we have we have probably the same hiking boots. and But we have, like, we're no, ready. I think I was in tennis shoes at this point. No, I, yeah. I had given up the boots at this point. I had my boots. But we had, you know, layers and no cotton. Man, we were, we were on it. So we were going to hit this trail called Tejas Trail. And it is probably five miles. So Guadalupe Peak is like four and a half, uh, four and three fourths mile, I think, to the peak and back. This was, I think, five miles just to get 
to where it kind of flattens out and you start to hit, you know, the trail to hit Hunter's Peak. And um, yeah, that that trail was tough. It was it was tough. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a video <laughs> of you. I don't even think you knew that I was recording. You were off to kind of to yourself and you yeah. said you were going, wow, look at all this stuff that we've done. And this is where I hate my husband. I just remember saying you hate your husband, something about hating you. Oh yeah. You said it. This is, it was something to the effect of this is like, this is a time I might hate my husband. It was beautiful, but it was, it was so hard. Mm -hmm. I just remember it being, it was way harder than Guadalupe. So yeah, it was harder and it seemed so much longer. Yeah. And you know, what's funny about hiking, if, you, if you're new to hiking and backpacking, you meet some truly amazing people on the trail. And this particular trip, um, while Lori was hating me. Yeah, it was we, right around then. Yeah, actually. <laughs> we, we were looking down, like way, way down the trail. And one of my good friends, John, his wife, Megan, and their friend, Mike, um, we're hiking up the trail. And mm-hmm. so we were like, oh, well, look at those little people way down there. So at that moment, you know, we didn't know them. But, you know, John is probably the most experienced uh, backpacker, mountaineer that I know. Uh, they're, they're, uh, Mike is from California. John and Megan live in Washington State. So they were just down in Texas hiking. And um, so so from the time we saw them, I mean, I don't know how many miles and, and how much elevation gain, but it seemed like probably within an hour they had already caught us because we, you know, we kept taking breaks and, <laughs> and yeah. Lori kept hating me. And, yeah. um, and, uh, so they passed us while we were taking a break. And then we started, you know, after our break started hiking and they were taking a break. And then that's when we really started to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've probably talked to John at least three or four times a month. Um, sometimes, you know, daily, weekly, we go visit them in Washington, um, you know, every since that one day. Um, but anyway, so we, we, you know, and I think what they were doing is they were going up to Hunter's Peak and then they were from there, they were going to break off and, and do the bowl. Um, yeah. And then they invited us to do that with them. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. yeah you put the... <laughs> I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we were both spent. Yeah. So anyway, we make it up to, to Hunter's Peak. And kind of the cool thing about that outside, you know, Hunter's Peak is probably one of the best peaks in the park. Um, just from the visibility aspect, uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty, pretty tough hike. If you go up Bear Canyon, it's, it's like really, really, really tough. Um, but, you know, we went up Tejas. That was a lot of, that was the side that was a lot of stairs. Yeah. Right? And we went down Bear Canyon, and that I was think so painful. Yeah, to your knees, and I think <laughs> um, like there's a picture of us where we're just totally wiped out on the way down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went back. We met John and Megan. Um, you hated me. Yeah, pretty much. I and, was only sort of joking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think from that um, that point of view, I've just I I I fell in love with guadalupe mountain national park it's my favorite place on earth um i'm there this was probably what eight nine years ago eight years ago nine years years ago i'm there a couple times a year 
Um, I've backpacked, hiked the whole park now. Um, I've been on every named peak in the park. Um, I've done the 10 highest in Texas peaks and nine of them are in the park. And I, and you could tell me right now that you would pay for my next hundred, um, hiking ex backpacking expeditions. And I would go to that park a hundred, hundred times. Um, so, all right. So then we're kind of getting into this hiking, backpacking. I'm really, really getting into it and, um, started we went on our very first backpacking trip mm -hmm. and to Lost Maples, yeah. which is probably one of the prettiest places in Texas. And so I had to do some, I had to talk you into going and, and mm -hmm. backpacking. And I just want you to give our listeners, what are your rules for going hiking and backpacking with me? So let's talk about hiking. What are your okay. rules? Okay. So it, my hiking rule it kind of depends on the elevation gain. Okay. If there's a lot of elevation gain, it's got to be um, short mileage. What's a lot? Um, like, I don't, uh, I don't really know. I mean, maybe like 2000 feet. Yeah. That, that's a good, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not really good at that. I don't know. Yeah. Just when your legs start hurting. Okay. So like Guadalupe peak, I mean, what was that? A total of four ish? No, that was, what was that? That six? was 20, 28. 29. No, but mileage. Oh, mileage. right at nine, nine miles. Yeah. Eight, oh, eight. that was really pushing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's flat, I can go, I can go longer. So flat, I can go max like nine, 10 miles, like mm -hmm. max. And, and that's funny because I know if I'm going to do something more than 10, then I don't ask you. No. Absolutely not. Because you always ask me I'm how many interested. miles are you doing. Yeah. yeah. So flat, max I can go 10. Elevation, ugh, more like six. Okay. Okay. And then let's say we're going backpacking. Okay. And and I say it's going to be one night. What what are some of your rules? Well, it can be only one night. Well, yeah. I mean, I know it's only <laughs> one night that you're going to do, but what are, what are some rules that you have? Okay. Well, car camping is a different story. No, because no, we're car, we're car primitive. camping. We've got, we've got, you know, access to our car for things, toilet. you know, in a toilet and some running water. Yeah. Um, backpacking can't be over one night because I will not poop in the woods. Yes, absolutely not. There, That's a no. Yep. So I feel like I could probably make it one night and not have mm -hmm. to do that. So anytime I want to go to a state park and it's for one night, maybe, I've been fighting Lori. Anything that's more than that, then I'm out. I don't know of anybody that wants to poop in the woods. So I'm usually by myself. Yes. All right. So we went on our first backpacking trip. We went to Lost Maples. Um, I think we had a really nice time. I had beautiful. my own tent. You had your own tent. It was um, a long hike. That yeah, we to get to that campsite. Yeah, we we went the west. I think it's called the West Trail, and we went all the way out to Campsite H, and it's like way out there. And for a backpacking trip, for your first trip, it's it's a great, um, I think it's a great route. It's maybe three miles out, three miles back, or three and a half. Mm -hmm. But it's tough. Like I mean, but there, I was, there was I mean, some, I rocked it. You did, and there was some elevation gain. You got our water. Remember all the frogs that were in the water, and we filtered <laughs> the water. We did some filtering. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. And, I was um, nervous about that. Yeah, we had some some dehydrated meals with some mm -hmm. added little special seasonings to it. Mm -hmm. 
you had your own tent. I had my own tent. I think at that time I didn't have a really nice. You didn't have a two person. Yeah, a two person. Yeah, um, for backpacking. But um, yeah, so I, and I kind of liked having our own space. I was able to miss you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to Lost Maples. That it was, was a an great adventure. Trip. That was fun. And then I got. I, I didn't what... have to use your trowel. Nope, nope, nope. No pooping in the woods. Nope. Um, you, you survived. I survived it. Um, and then I got kind of cocky. Yeah, yeah, you did. So if you didn't know, Lori's a teacher. Uh, she's been gen ed for over 20 years and she's a now a a, a lead kind of the head for a, a wonderful program called making connections so she teaches children with autism and as you can tell just being uh, an educator it's it's stressful so <laughs> here recently the school district that she teaches in started giving the teachers um they have a week off in october and a week off in february mm -hmm. and which i love yep and these times that she gets off are very precious very precious and where she doesn't want to do like she wants to just Hard relax she wants to relax she wants to go to the beach yeah maybe a winery maybe or two Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. Yeah. yeah um so i had the bright idea <laughs> that we should try to do 18 state parks <laughs> in the eight days that she had off and did we do it in october i think so okay yeah because yeah. i didn't have That's the full february yeah, yeah off, Fred, so it must have yeah, been yeah, it was october. october but it was for your 50th birthday it yeah. was like the one thing you really wanted to and do. so i kind of guilted you in because yeah, you can't 100 no on my on 50th this. birthday yeah so I had it all planned out and we I'm actually very scared about this. Yeah, we actually got 15 state parks in in mm -hmm. the eight days. Um, but during the negotiation of this trip, I had to throw in, I think we had two nights in hotels mm -hmm. and three or four wineries. There was not that many wineries. Uh, yes, there was. I promise you. It was maybe two. Three? No more than three. Okay, let's just go with four. No. Not yes. Overstatement. <clears throat> let me let me just tell you, I had to get a certain mind. Like my goal mm -hmm. was to not complain mm -hmm. and to be tough, like to go beast mode. I wanted to like impress you with. Honey, you always my You know, me. like I didn't want to be a complainer. I didn't want to be whiny. I wanted to be like a go getter. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to be so impressed. Mm -hmm. How and did I perform? You did. And I mean, I have a video, positive wife. Video. Yeah, but that was so sarcastic. <laughs> that was really beast mode. Like I was. I got to say, we did. We went back to, well, in the middle of this trip, you know, we hit Lost Maples again. We went back to that campsite and I, my phone was, was dead and I didn't have the map and I just knew where it was. And I started to panic um, because I thought you know we we reached the plateau of this this mountain and i'm like yeah you know campsite h is just right here and we kept walking and walking and i can tell you were getting like i'm done with this crap <laughs> and uh so i dropped my backpack and like took off ahead of us to go find it and um found it and then you know came back but yeah i mean you were a trooper on on the whole trip um 
I don't remember. It did help that we had every now and then a hotel, a hotel every now and then a restaurant that, that kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you were in beast mode and I think mm-hmm. the very last day we didn't even, there was one state park we didn't go to just because I think we were, we were both done. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. we'll talk about your favorite ones. Do you remember? Um, uh, well, your favorite state park. Mm, oh, Cap Rock. You love Cap Rock. Cap Rock, Cap Rock, Cap Rock, Cap Rock. So I think I lied when I said if you would pay for a hundred trips and it would all be Guadalupe Mountains, yeah, I would sprinkle some Cap Rock in because I, mean, I love that place. But yeah, we hit mm-hmm. Cap Rock. Uh, I like Palo Duro was nice. I liked Garner. Um, yeah, but we went like we drove west around the hill country and then up to the panhandle and then back down like towards Dallas going going east and then back down. So you know we 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 hit everywhere except for you know way, way out west Texas. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I'd say Caprock is my favorite state park. You know, we we um I liked that Inks Lake one too. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, that was really that was really pretty. Um but yeah, and we ran into some bison at Cap Rock, so that was kind of cool. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, um, you thought I got killed? Oh yeah, we were camping, and you had to go. You had to go get something from the car, yeah. and it was what like a mile away, mm-hmm. and you were gone for a really really long time. And there's there were buffalo all over the place, so I was like, he got killed by a buffalo. Yeah, and what happened was is. I rounded a corner and um or I rounded a, I rounded a corner in this big bush and there was a big bison right there and it's we scared each other and we both just froze and we're looking at each other and I was probably four feet away from it. And um then I slowly kind of went around it, got to the car, and then on the way back it was standing out in the trail. So I kind of just stopped and waited and waited, and finally I'm like, ah, it's gonna be okay. So I started hiking to it and um as i was getting closer it it moved off and i didn't realize but two days before we were there there was a lady that was gored by one of the females that were in the herd these ones that we ran into i'm not sure if they're sickly or if they're old but they've been kicked out of the herd and they're kind of just solo they or they could be like young young males and they were kicked out by the bull uh, the head person of the the bison of the herd but yeah, so that was that was kind of fun, um, but I have videos of that. It was pretty cool. All right, so kind of like on a serious note, um, I've never thought about this from your point of view, but there was there's a real famous hiker named Dixie, and she posted a video of what happens when you press the SOS of like a Garmin inReach or you know these these satellite devices when you're when you're um, when you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, we kind of watched that together and it was actually kind of emotional to hear when they, con- when she pressed the SOS and they contacted her mother and, um, you know, her mother didn't just knew that, that Dixie had pressed the SOS and that was it. You know, Garmin had called her and, you know, asked if who she was and if she, the mother of Dixie. I don't remember what her real name is. And then that was pretty much it. And so her, you know, during this little interview, her mother was, was crying and it it made me kind of emotional. And like, 
at the point I am now with hiking in Guadalupe, we do some some very very um, I wouldn't say dangerous hikes, but but they're they're not just normal hikes. I mean, we're hiking. We start at three in the morning. We get done about nine o'clock at night. We're putting in you know fifteen twenty miles, three four thousand feet of elevation gain. And you're not um, a spring chicken. I'm not a spring chicken. I'm fixing to be fifty one. <laughs> But I hike with spring chickens, like all my hiking partners are in their (laughs) thirties. But we're doing like, you know, off trail navigation, um, some sketchy stuff. So I know at times when I'm planning these trips, I don't probably give you all the details because, you know, I don't want you to worry. But when I get back and you see the pictures, what do you think? Well, I mean, I always... I always feel better when you are with other people, like when you're with more than one other person, I always feel better. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why you, you have to do everything to an extreme Yeah. (laughs) and you always really challenge yourself, which does make me nervous. Um, because I think sometimes you have gotten yourself in situations where, you know, you're like, uh Oh, you know, maybe this wasn't a good idea. So I do worry about um, you kind of doing too much. Yeah. I remember that one time we did the quad quad. So it was, a you know, at Guadalupe Mountains. And you do, you go up to Guadalupe Peak. And then you you, you off trail to Schumar, off trail to Bartlett. Mm-hmm. And then you, you drop down and you hit Bush Trail and then do bush mountain and then head back and that trip we left around three in the morning Mm -hmm. we didn't get back until like 8 39 that was the most scared i've ever been and i didn't have i don't think i had a garmin in reach at that moment but i think this trip made you get it yeah made me get it but yeah i didn't have cell service yeah i hadn't heard i knew that you were doing a long hard hike Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize how long it was going to take and so when I wasn't hearing back from you, I started, the later it got, the more I got worried. And then it started getting dark. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember um, your mom and I were texting back and forth and she was like, do I need to go get him? <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we were, we were concerned and she, you know, we were messaging back and forth. Like, have you heard? No, I haven't heard. Um, she was about to go pick you up. She was I, about to go hunt you down. Yeah, and I think <laughs> when we got back, I did end up texting you. I don't think it was. The yeah, next you day. did. You did. But I mean, like even then, like sometimes at Pine Springs, you don't have cell service. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of spotty. So. Yeah, that was that was the probably scariest time for me. Um, but I like that you have that in reach now because yeah. number one, I know you can SOS if you need help and. And I can just, and I can you text can send you, me messages you know. no matter what, um, whether you have service or not. Um, so I can hear that everything's going fine. And that makes right. me feel a lot better. And then how did you feel when you saw the pictures of me, Henning and Sam hitchhiking? <laughs> I was mad, to be honest with you. I was, I was at work when you sent me that picture <clears throat> yeah. and um, I work with Henning's uh, fiance and mm-hmm. And I, I was mad. I was, I was, we then, I rem, do you remember the pictures that we made of me doing fake dangerous things? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that you were pissed. I and was I, mad. I yeah. was shocked. I wasn't expecting you to be mad because I was with Sam and Henning, you know? Yeah. And, I didn't and um, 
Yeah, you didn't care. You were mm -hmm. like, what the hell? And to let the listeners know, we hiked from Pine Springs around El Capitan Trail to Schumard Campsite. And we were a little cocky and we thought all oh, this trail is mm -hmm. going to be nothing. Extreme. This trail is probably the hardest trail in the park. And not so much physically, but like navigation wise and the trails not maintained and and you're one whole you know probably about two miles you're walking in these canyons with you know with exposure and you can't even see where you're placing your feet because the trail's overgrown so you don't know like if you're stepping into a trail or like you're just going to step off and fall off so mentally it was really really exhausting so probably around dusk we finally make it to Schumar campsite and um uh you know we're we're wiped out um we, we set up camp and then the next day we walked over to williams creek ranch house which is a wonderful ranch house you should you should look it up but I'll, i'm definitely going to have an episode just on that it's so spectacular but we started talking and we decided to hike 10 miles Heart, you know, we're low water, hike 10 miles to the highway. Um, it's either 180 or 62, and hitchhike back to, to Pine Springs. And the only thing, so there was a gamble. So when I couldn't remember when we spilt out on Highway 62, if we were going to be past the highway where coming from Van Horn, or we were going to be before it because. If we were past it, then our odds of catching a ride would be greater because everybody, you know, th that we would encounter is going past Guadalupe Mountain, the visitor center. If it was before that, then there would be probably some cars turning off on the highway heading to Van Horn. So we were out on the road for about 45 minutes. Uh, we well, So we made it to the highway. We were past that turnoff. And then you can see where you're going. So, you, you know, you're hiking another seven miles to get to Pine Springs. We didn't have, I think at that time, we were already starting like maybe two sips, three sips of water left. And um, the, the the grade is like a 7% grade getting up to the, to the you know, the Pine Springs. So, yeah, it was going to be tough if we couldn't get a, a ride. I was posting on Facebook on the, the Guadalupe Mountain Facebook page. You know, if there's anybody in the park, you know, could they come pick us up? There's three of us and, you know, no one responded. Anyway, we got picked up. The, didn't the, get murdered. Didn't get murdered. The gentleman, you know, he pulled over in his truck. He told us to get in. We jumped in the back of the truck. Um, we, we got to Pine Springs and I was so happy that I pulled out the money in my front pocket to give him and it was like 40 bucks and he wouldn't take it he goes man no man go buy you a beer i'm just glad i can help um so we made it and then i was grounded yeah when i got home that's pretty mad <laughs> i was like don't ever do that again all right well i think we're pretty much wrapping it up for this first episode you know what's important to me is just to kind of kick it off with you um you know thank you for for the support in this uh this adventure <laughs> and um you know just i to always kinda, support your hobbies i know just to kind of <laughs> go back as to 
um, you know, where it all began, because I think that's important, you know, for future episodes to kind of have an idea of where this love of hiking, backpacking started. So the last question, mm -hmm. what is one piece of safety advice you would give to a new hiker or backpacker? I'm sure <laughs> you have many. I have many, but I think the, based on past experience, the most important is stick with your buddy. If you're hiking with someone, don't go beast mode and go ahead and leave your partner behind. Guilty. Because <clears throat> guilty as charged. Things can happen. Mm -hmm. Just ask Raymond. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll have another guest on uh, my stepdad where this happened. I, I actually left him and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and um yeah this was probably five or six years ago and i'm still hearing about it mm -hmm. i'll never let you forget yeah. it yeah so yes that is a wonderful piece of advice buddy system buddy system do not leave your buddy no ever absolutely not all right well <clears throat> um i think we've touched about everything thank um, you for yeah. having me on i feel so privileged no <clears throat> all right well Everybody, thanks again for listening. Um, we're probably going to be dropping an episode, um, probably one episode every two weeks. Um, and it's going to be everything um, backpacking and hiking in Texas. Um, and then also, you know, I think what I'm really most excited about is, is trying to get an interview just people like us, just normal people that, that love Texas, that love the trails in Texas the parks um and 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 hear from you all so so that's that's kind of where we're heading with the episode and, and thank you so much for listening y'all have a blessed day